0: Happy New Year and welcome to episode number eight of the Think Beyond Business and Marketing Podcast. We're now firmly into the second half of our 12-part series as we dive into the business topics that matter to us. We've had some wonderful special guests so far and just the same today. We've been covering topics from social responsibility to leadership. So without further ado, it's time to welcome another brilliant guest and an influential voice in the Northwest business world. Happy New Year to you, Claire Ebry.
1: Happy New Year, Stephen.
0: Yes, welcome to the studio. Delighted you. you could come in and join today. Uh, now, uh, I, I'd say a little bit about Claire, and I'm sure she'll, she'll add a little bit as well. Uh, Claire is a consultant in responsible, diverse, and sustainable business. From her early days in the co-op to regional director of the Institute of Directors Northwest, Claire has now taken on many board and advisory roles supporting leadership, diversity, and sustainability. Perhaps you could maybe tell us a little bit about what you're working on right now, Claire.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so I set up a consultancy called On The Level in July last year. Um, I've been working on various things to do with diversity and inclusion, um, uh, Northwesty things as well, you know, all things around levelling up, really, as you would expect. So I've worked yep. with Black, the Black United Representation Network, Burn, um, creating a membership proposition for them. Um, You should look them up, everybody. They're they're an amazing organisation trying to change the black narrative across the north. I've been working with Stockport Race Equality Partnership to help them position for funding. Um, I've worked with a company in Cheshire called uh, uh, The Good Board, trying to help them to... Mm -hmm. uh, get younger people onto boards across the country Brilliant. and doing a little bit of work for Stockport sorry for Greater Manchester Chamber of Commerce as
0: well <laughs> <laughs> no problem no, pro- no problem so claire is here today to talk about how good companies give back and create social value um but um before we uh, we get into that we've tried a couple of different things in the last few podcasts so we thought we'd put claire on the spot a little bit uh, and have a quick fire get to know Claire session. Oh no! Uh, so <laughs> I have a few questions, and if you could just say the first thing that pops into your head, is that okay? Okay, I'm you, ready. You are ready? You ready? So let's play getting to know Claire Ebury.
1: What's your favourite place in the world? Oh, my very favourite. Well, before the lockdown, I would have said Porto in Ooh. Portugal, but. Now uh, I'm feeling a bit like actually the Glastonbury Festival. Glastonbury. has been my best (laughs) weekend ever, so Glastonbury.
0: Good answer. Yeah, I'm sure people can sympathise with that one. Uh, Bag for life or recycled paper bag? Bag for life. Okay. Do you own an electric vehicle?
1: Not yet. I'm planning to get one this year. Hoping to get one this year.
0: Yep, indeed, indeed. If you had a pet budgie, what would you call it?
1: Oh, I would have to think of some kind of really inappropriate name so that it would keep saying it when I had uh, guests that, around and embarrassing me, yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> or making me laugh.
1: <laughs> what is the best thing about
0: Manchester?
1: I love Manchester. I'm an uh, adopted Mancunian, so I, I came from Coventry originally, but I feel like Manchester's my home, and uh, and I honestly think the best thing about Manchester is it's. I think it's the best city in the world to be gay in. I think... Uh, brilliant The rainbow flag runs through the DNA of Manchester, and it means that it 's a very different place to live it 's not just during pride or or any of those things. you know for the last twenty years we 've been able to walk down the street holding hands and you don 't get grief and, and it 's just completely uh, different to lots of other places, unfortunately in the world so
0: you get me to shed a tear at this rate <laughs> uh, well, um, if you could take two things to a desert island, what would they be
1: ah uh, well no self-respecting desert island wouldn't have wi-fi would it so i would take spotify and netflix i think it's been like living on a desert island hasn't it these last two years so yeah yeah
0: so so no no can opener or torch or anything like that maybe zoom
1: actually maybe i'd take zoom so i could talk to you (laughs) Stephen. (laughs)
0: <laughs> brilliant brilliant so thanks for being a good sport how are you feeling Ready to all right
1: to go? all right yeah
0: okay okay super Hope the
1: questions stay this this trivial that'd be great
0: oh sadly not oh. sadly not so uh, we're, we're here to talk about giving back and creating social value so the easy question to get us going what does being a good business mean to you
1: to me it means it means purpose beyond profit basically you know there's so yeah. many stories out there about these fat cat business businessmen who um you know they, they don't care about society they don't care about their people they don't pay there's, their taxes there's a few female business owners as well i know but they're not the ones that are through the press are they normally mm-hmm. normally so <laughs> so there's this sort of discourse that i don't think actually aligns well to to what i've seen from a lot of businesses mm. across the northwest i've seen I've seen people who really care about the people they work with. Mm. They really want to commit uh, back into their community. They're making huge, huge change, basically, from from small businesses sometimes. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and they really take seriously their roles in society. And they look at staff, supply chains, the environment, the wider community. And I think sometimes you see disproportionately, younger people want to work for those businesses as well.
0: Yeah. So, so that's what yeah. good
1: looks like to me. On top of obviously, you know, it has to have good governance in place, yeah. good leadership, etc.
0: Yeah, that was a great answer. Um, so if we take a few of the individual angles here, social value, social justice and diversity, um, what do you think good looks like for businesses in these three areas?
1: Well, I, I see them really as three sides of the same weird three-sided coin you know um social value is this term that kind of captures anything around the net value um that an organization provides to society so Mm -hmm. um you know something around the return on investment for every pound that that gets generated how many pounds are created for society it's something that's been quite big in the public sector procurement for a number of years Indeed, yeah, and you've seen it work quite well in Preston especially um, uh, so i actually got a stat from Preston oh, okay. um, in Preston they managed to increase public spending from 38 million to 111 million uh, between 2013 and 2017 and that's just on the, the public sector procurement yeah and now it's going into sort of private sector and they're looking at it from a sustainable development goal perspective so yeah good what does it look like I suppose it's it's jobs, it's growth, it's, uh, it's a commitment to community, um, it's a commitment to the environment and, and social innovation. And if you then take social justice, that links very heavily to it because it's in terms of uh, distribution of wealth and distribution of opportunities yeah. and privileges, um, and then this disparity between rich and poor mm. or you know uh, depending on what ethnicities you are which doors yep. open to you and you know various inter- intersectionalities you know uh, in in those areas as well having a northern accent or this weird midland northern accent that i've got <laughs> um you know creates certain disadvantages that other other people don't have i agree um and then diversity when you bring that in um in the, in its broadest sense it's all the diff- all the things that make us different from each other um, and it causes those issues with social justice. Um, and I guess how we overcome them is is what good looks like. That's why I want to work on levelling up and, and working on things like race and equality and yeah, trying to yeah. make sure that the postcode that you're born into doesn't determine your life chances or where you might end up or the opportunities that are presented to you.
0: Yeah, indeed. And sadly, it still does for a lot of people. That's that's the sad fact. Um, so a little bit deeper, as a as a consultancy, um, we were well aware that it's not all about profit, um, and we also know that the the UK government believes that uh, I think it was a report that was published a couple of years ago. If small to to, to low end, medium sized companies match the productivity level of Germany, then our economy would grow by a hundred billion pounds a year. Um, And we do some work with businesses on efficiency and transformation as an enabler of social value. You've got more money to give back in effect and do good with uh, and potentially increase living standards and and support the future of public services and spending. Um, That's our way of doing it. How would you go about improving social value within a business?
1: Well. I think there are two things here social value is this kind of uh, phrase that's being used quite a lot at the moment it's actually quite a new phrase i think apart yeah. from that it's been used yeah. in public sector procurement for a little while and i think there are two elements to it well, the first is delivering meaningful change and making um you know making your business's strategy part of delivering that meaningful change yeah. and the other is evidencing it so that you can put it into procurement tenders and, and things like that. And those yes. two things aren't necessarily the same thing. I think there can be brilliant, brilliant companies that don't talk about it well. And there can be companies that aren't doing that much. You talk about it brilliantly and, and can get onto those tenders. So, you know, I actually think talking about it and having it as this, as this, um, this you know, idea, social value that is current at the moment it gives us an opportunity to innovate and to disrupt it gives us an opportunity to turn supply chains into socio economic pipelines um, and to use public procurement to transform uh, the the economic and social fabric of the u k that's uh, that's actually something that a, a person from the fsB has said as well so uh, I've okay. actually nicked their uh, their idea <laughs> a wee to bit the FSB, i though. think that that's um that's that's kind of the opportunity for it you know. There is a lot of supply chains and the way we think about money um, is it brings with it a lot of opportunity to disrupt. So we have the opportunity to carry on doing what we've always done mm-hmm. or we have the opportunity to do something very different. Yeah. And using Bern as an example, one of the things that Bern's talking about is how do you get black business owners onto procurement contracts yep. across the north? Yep um well it's very difficult if you look at i always use this example of catering catering companies because it's something that we all understand but if you're going out and looking for a catering company for a massive organization for a whole year Mm -hmm. to do the catering all the time it's very hard you know there'll only be a certain amount of massive businesses that will be able to deliver that which means that the money goes straight into the same hands it's always gone into the same normally white hands and um and what we need to do really is think about right With all these millions of pounds we're going to put into this catering contract, how do we use that money to disrupt and change something and mean that more of that money can stay in our society, can go into supporting the things that we care about? Our business, for example, the the fictitious business I'm using that's that's doing this uh, catering contract. You know, it cares. It says it cares about diversity. It says it cares about inclusion. Mm -hmm. And yet, constantly, our money is going into... Uh, you know the same hands so how do we how do we break down those procurement contracts how do we create opportunities for for new people to to benefit yeah
0: it's an interesting um, answer actually because uh, we we had um, more than one example of being invited to tender for public sector work I won't mention anything specific of course um, but it was very clear from the the bid that we were given, that it required a, a certain type and size of firm to bid. Um, and uh, we challenged the procurement people on the process and the, 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 the documents that we were sent. Um, and we were told that uh, they were very keen on, on small businesses uh, and to have more small businesses involved. Um, but the tender document was clearly aimed at very, very large companies um, for example, they needed a, a minimum of 10 million of public liability insurance, as an example, uh, five years of, of audited accounts. Um, a, a small business doesn't have those sort of things. Um, so we refused to, to tender and explained why. Um, and uh, they just said it was a shame. <laughs> Um, so, so well, that, that's that's my thoughts on it. This is Sonic, part but... of it as well. the
1: the <laughs> The organisations have to go into these conversations with their ears open, mm-hmm. um, not just their not just their mouths. You know, um, yeah. this these are the opportunities to change things. But again, what you're doing is maintaining the status quo. So, mm-hmm. so instead mm-hmm. of using that power of all that money, you're you know to change something, you're, you're just maintaining the status quo.
0: Yes, I agree completely. Um, now I have a slightly more controversial question coming up. Um, uh, just off the back hot off the back of COP26 um and there's obviously been so much talk about sustainability, environmental sustainability goals, net zero, uh carbon pricing, electric revolution, etc. uh and and I think it's fair to say that there's a fairly widespread support in the public and business uh, to save the planet and limit global global warming. Um, but the question I have is uh, at what cost and businesses need to invest and make returns on these things Um, and in order to do that it could cause greenflation and push up the cost of energy, cars food etc so I I had a question for the generally the poorer element of society and how do we balance sustainability and and social value particularly at the poorer end Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so I've seen this frame, this kind of framing of questions, and it—I it, find it a little bit frustrating at the moment the, all the chat on climate change. Because when we talk about the cost of climate change, we yeah. talk about it, you know, about our, our pockets—how many pounds will be in our in our pockets—or um, yeah, how yeah. The, the poorest people in society aren't the people who are contributing most carbon in society. Um, so we shouldn't be talking about it coming out of their pockets. Well, you know, I mean, it was
0: more to do with the day-to-day um, living of the true. lives, with increased gas prices, fuel prices. True You know how we put heat pump in your house. But the, buy but an electric the increased
1: car. gas prices are because of a fossil fuel economy that we've kept yep, going yep. for the last four decades, knowing that we shouldn't really have a fossil fuel economy. And, you know, there's yep, been millions yep. and millions and millions and millions and millions of pounds spent on uh, disinformation about climate change mm-hmm. over the last mm-hmm. thirty, forty years. And so, I guess what I want to talk about really is um, how do we how do we reframe that idea of cost? Every time all the floods happen every winter, enormous costs go in, go into those individual yep. people, yep. but also into the insurance companies, which means that all of our costs go up. But that's not allocated to to climate change. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the framings I, I find the framing tricky. And mm. I think that there are certain what I would call torpedoes around climate change at the moment that sort of just turn our heads away from focusing on the massive challenge that we've got because we really okay. have to do something right now. Um, and so the what, cost what, what, of doing nothing... What are the torpedoes, Claire? What? Well, the, the, talking about cost, I would say, is a, is a torpedo because the cost of doing nothing is much, much greater than... OK, these are enormous okay. sums that they we're talking about, but the cost of doing nothing is much greater. And again, you talk about... Um, diversity and you talk about uh, equality and opportunity and things like that you hear people on the news talking about well I care about climate change because I've got grandchildren Mm It's such a um, global north uh, white privilege um, way of thinking (laughs) about things because in the global south it's not about your grandchildren Mm -hmm. people are struggling now People are being flooded out and they're struggling to eat and things like that. We're going to have an enormous problem if we don't start investing and and tackling this. And what what I would say is... And I went to COP26, and uh, and I saw a, a a young woman speak there who's actually very famous, apparently. If you're young, but I'm an old git, so I didn't know her. <laughs> She's a singer called Aurora, and I saw her speaking. Not not. Um, we need to go- d- we need to Google Aurora. Afterwards. You can go- <laughs> you can Google her. She's really famous. Um, <laughs> she so I saw her speak, and she said, um, "It was along these lines." This isn't a quote, but mm-hmm. it was along the lines of you know. If, if humanity has achieved all of this stuff over hundreds and thousands of years, we've, we've got to this point, what was it all for if we just allow climate change to happen? And it opened doors and windows in my mind, mm-hmm. I have to say, that have been closed since I have been an old git. Um, and it made me think, <laughs> she's right, you know. And I keep thinking of climate change as like payback periods and, you know, let's change the way that we conceptualise return on investment and, mm-hmm. you know, these kinds of boring businessy things. But actually, we've achieved so much as businesses as well and as organisations, as a society. This is a challenge that if we can all come together and, you know, park the torpedoes for a little while, um, I think we could actually take on. And, I actually, and and we must. We must do it now.
0: Good, Good answer. Good answer. Thank you, Claire. And I think we have time for one more just about. Um, so more of a localised question this time and how businesses can support the local areas doing good in the communities in which they operate.
1: Okay, so, um, I mean, it's it It should be part of your strategy. It can't be part of, right, this is our company, this is what we do, how, right, now how can we look at the community? It, it, yeah. the, the community should be part of your strategy. And you look at an organisation like Timpson's mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. think... You know they're recruiting from prisons. That's part of their yep, strategy. They're yep. doing something amazing there, and it's not costing them. It's it's actually something that they would describe as being very, very beneficial. Mm-hmm. So what would I say? Recruit from them. Provide good jobs, not rubbishy jobs. Provide training. Um, you know, purchase from local supply chains. Yeah. Go into yep. schools. Um, get yourself involved with schools. Get young people um, to look at your business and think, wow. I want to do well in my GCSEs. In my um, so so I can work for you. So that I can do yeah. this kind of work. Mm-hmm. I'm inspired. Inspire. Uh, donate your time and, and skills as an organisation. Um, look at underrepresented communities. Yeah, you know, I'm working a lot with Stockport Race Equality Partnership at the moment. Mm-hmm. Deliberately go out to support um, uh, underrepresented communities. Yeah. Um, give work experience engage with charities not just financially do it financially as well donate to people like that but again you know involve yourself Get and involved. see how you can help um and then on sustainability you know reduce your carbon emissions um encourage your staff to do that in a way where your business can support them so so one of the ways is uh you can do salary sacrifice for example for mm-hmm. things like Uh, electric cars which obviously won't appeal to everybody uh, because they are still expensive but that is one way of doing it it doesn't actually cost the business anything Um, and then things like providing using your office building providing it as space for charities and and people like that it doesn't sound comprehensive but when you go out and it's you know, it sounds sort of, well, we could do this little thing, we could do this little thing, we could do this little thing. But once you add all of that together, your impact in your local society and your local community can be enormous.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so I think we we offered use of our office for one of your your events, Claire, if you need it.
1: Thank you, yeah. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> you've, you've got that on record now. <laughs> um, so, uh, so it was wonderful, Claire. And, and to be honest, we probably could have done with another another 10 or 15 minutes but uh, that's all we have time for there's a great insight uh, into what uh, good businesses should do to give back and create social value how did you find it loved it loved it well
1: i was terrified beforehand <laughs> but i loved it in the end fabulous
0: <laughs> fabulous not used to, not used to being the guest apparently <laughs> so uh, so that's that's it for another podcast it's time to let claire back to busy get back to a busy new life as a force for responsible, sustainable, and diverse businesses. (laughs) So thank you so much, Claire, and uh, bye for now.
1: Cheers.